Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Thinketh Club podcast. And it is your favorite shaman, Kevin Smith. And I am here with one of my really good homies, uh, Alexander Lovinsky, right? Uh, I'm gonna have him introduce himself to you and then we'll get into this, uh, get into this podcast. So tell the people about you. Uh, so my name is Alexander. I usually go by Alex or Ski or whatever. It just makes sense. I've uh, been in the military six years and I've loved it and hated it the same exact time. Um, learned a lot, seen a lot, haven't done a lot, but there's more. There's always more to, to do, but I'm ready for a change. Uh, I was born in Boise, Idaho, and now, fun fact, got married recently this year and actually about to have a kid tomorrow, January 2nd, and so it's going to be exciting. Um, yeah, it's going to be crazy fun. That's, that's actually dope. Congratulations, bro. I'm actually really excited Thank for you. you. I wasn't even, I didn't even know that you were going to have your child tomorrow. Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, it's a girl. Hey, you did tell me that. Yeah, you did tell yes. me that, girl. That's what's up, dude. I'm excited for you, man. That's crazy that it's like, I really appreciate you being on, on my show right before you have a baby. That's like some magical shit right there, dude. Mm-hmm. So we'll start moving into the conversation. So I think the name of this, this episode is going to be Into the Darkness because, uh, I think you're one of my my good friends that we we have like a a humor about the darkness. You know, I think we've talked about yeah. some dark shit <laughs> already giggling, like talked about some dark shit. And I think the only way for us to make it through it is like having, you know, humor about the the dark stuff. You know, um, I know both of us have had conversations about suicide and struggling with suicide. And I, you know, I'll go ahead and I'll, you know, share my story first. You know, I think uh, for me, it was uh, when we were at Leonard Wood together, you know, um, during that time, I would say when I first got to Leonard Wood, uh, this was right after my brother had passed away. I was extremely suicidal, bro. Like I was uh, for like, three years that whole time I was there in the beginning, I was literally laying there in the bed, like shaking, like with a gun in my hand, like wanting to end it, you know, and I had it in my mouth, bro, like for a very long time. And I just, I didn't tell anybody. And I think the the crazy part about it is like, did you even know that I was suicidal? No, you honestly, like you helped me with my shit. So I was like, Oh no, he's fine. And you know, that's, I, I knew you were just cause life, but like, yeah. didn't know like, exact details. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, what? Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's scary because it's like, I know I played that, that, that part very well, but I was suffering in darkness, bro. And like, I think that's what a lot of men are doing, you know? So, I mean, I want to hear about yours and like, what was like your time when it came to like being suicidal or being in that dark place of not wanting to exist anymore, you know? Uh, It's, it's been a reoccurring theme for the last uh, like 12 years, honestly. Yeah. Because when I was way young, right, my stepbrother, he molested me and also that was a game. And then slowly over time that grew to something bigger because no one knew. And then when finally people knew, they didn't do anything about it. So I was, you know, a 13, 14 year old kid telling my parents and they didn't do shit. And my mom was always just like, what the fuck's wrong with him? And, you know, they, she didn't know. My dad didn't know. My stepmom didn't know. But as soon as my dad and stepmom knew they didn't do anything they just kind of like slap on the wrist type of deal yeah and then just over the years just like you know stigma of just being like with that that burden mm-hmm. and then just like people not really talking about it it's just kind of like eh, i don't know what to do and then with that like my sexual orientation i guess you can say from that it's like kind of confused because i was a child and that happened it's like okay do i like men do i not like men am i gay am i straight am i bi am i you know a unicorn flying through the sky <laughs> like, like where am i so i definitely struggled with that because there's there's been some times where i've dabbled in you know i guess you can say my dark stuff like that yeah and like probably the most and like 
that it just didn't sit well with me. Like, and that kind of just like went down the path of, you know, suicidal tendencies. Yeah. But what really got me going was uh, a little bit over a year ago, big old breakup back and forth multiple times. And then just kind of just sitting in the dark and I was drinking pretty heavily. And, you know, I was talking, I came over to went over to your house that one time and yeah. you're just talking outside in the back and you're like, why haven't you killed yourself yet? And that yeah. really like, even today I think about that. It's like, why, why haven't you killed yourself? Like, why don't you just do it? Not, not so much to be like, oh, stop being a bitch, do it. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's, what's the reasoning for why yeah, you haven't yeah. killed yourself? And it's just like, well, I have this, this, and this. So then yeah. you don't want to kill yourself. Yeah. And it's just, it's just wild. Yeah, no. And I think that's, that's the talk too. And I think people don't understand, right? Like I'm pretty raw when it comes to it. You know, like I'm at the point now, like I, I do this shit weekly. So I'm just upfront, like, yo, what is it? Like people feel as though they have to like tippy toe around talking to people about suicide, you know, but it's like, I asked you like that because bro, I've been in the same boat where I was like, yo, why the fuck am I still here? Why am I still playing this game that I don't want to play anymore? And I do, Mm -hmm. I do commend you, right. As, as you know, a person, I, I truly respect that you you brought that up, right? Because like you, you know, sexually abuses a child by a cousin, right? A male cousin. And I think I know the statistics on it, right? So what is it? One in six men have been sexually abused by somebody, right? And it's the same for women. People think that, you know, women are sexually abused more, but it's the same as, as women, right? It's six, one in six for men and one in six for women, right? Now, be it from a male or female, I don't know the statistics on that, but it's the same. And I think exact same thing as you. And I've talked to multiple men, especially in the military, but multiple men in general who have talked about how it fucks you up, bro. I went through the same exact thing. Like, am I gay? Am I straight? Am I a fucking unicorn? Like, what the yeah. fuck is it? And then, and then uh Christianity putting this thing in my head that, oh, now I'm going to hell because I I committed this act of sin. Bro, I don't even know what the fuck happened. Like, how am I going to hell when I don't even know what happened? You know, so how is that going to define me as a person? You know, and yeah. moving forward in my life, it's like, you know, now there's a stigma of am I, am I good enough, right? Because we, we see TV, what a man's supposed to be, right? Men don't get molested, right? I'm, I'm strong enough to not get molested. You know, I, I am I still a man, you know? And mm-hmm. it led to toxic masculinity for myself where I would overly be masculine because I felt as though I had this thing in the closet that I had to hide from. And if I showed any other man, they would instantly judge me as being weak. You know, it's like the area we're in 2022, like 2023 now. It's 2023 now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's socially acceptable to be a unicorn or, you know, be a, be a fly on the wall. And so I don't I don't know. It's just people saying, I don't know. It's hard to just, I hate to say like, just get over it, but it's just like, let it like it happens. And like, I think sharing, sharing it, right. Like, cause Mm -hmm. it takes away that, uh, that feeling of like, if I share this with others, right. As soon as I share this and then I find out that there's a whole bunch of other men, then it's not so much. I'm a unicorn, right. I'm not the only one. Right. Mm -hmm. And one in six men, that's a lot of people that are going through the same experience. So it's like, I, that's why I truly believe in sharing your experiences, right? Like if someone judged me, most likely that has nothing to do with me. That has something to do with you not being happy with yourself and stuff that you're going through. And that's the only reason why you're judging me. Like if you were happy with yourself, you wouldn't give a shit about the stuff that I've been through. But if you judge me or if you have a certain outlook on who I am, it's because you haven't dealt with your demons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, like with the, like, I don't know. It's definitely been easier over the years, like talking about, you know, 
you know, child, like molested a child, and then like reasons why I want to kill myself. It's the more you talk about it, the easier it gets. Like not yeah. so much like you brush it off, but like you're more comfortable with it. I feel like because it's getting brought up out of that that dark area yeah. of yourself and yeah. not resonating anymore. Yeah, and it's not sitting in there. I definitely feel like that's the biggest part. It's like it just sitting in there, sitting inside of you, and you're sitting there contemplating it. What is that that good thing? Uh, an idle mind is the devil's playground. And I feel as though like when you're idle and you're just sitting there thinking about it, as opposed to actively thinking about it, is when you start to like test the waters of like, yo, am I going to do this? Like, do I have the, the I, I don't want to, for a lack of better terms, right? Do I have the the courage to do this, right? Because people are like, oh, it's not courageous, it's selfish. It's just, a, bro, I was afraid to do it, but I wanted to do it. And I think people that have done it, I have nothing against them, right? I hate when people, I don't want to say hate, right? I can't, I'm supposed to stay neutral based on, you know, the job that I have, but I really don't think that the best perspective of it is when people say that suicide is selfish, right? I, I don't like that because people don't understand that there's a lot of dark shit going on and people are just trying to get away from a pain that they're going through, right? Does it make them selfish uh, from a certain perspective? Yes. I mean, I'd say human beings are selfish and we want to get away from being in pain, but in the context that it's usually used, I feel as though it's like, that person is being selfish because you want them to stay regardless of the pain that they're going through, you know? Yeah. And I'm not for committing suicide by no means, but I am for people having the ability to make their own decisions based on what they feel. Who am I to tell you to fucking stay? Right. Yeah. You know, and I think that bothers people that that's how I see the world, but who am I to tell you to stay? I don't know what your pain feels like, you know? Yeah. We just recently had someone, kill himself out here like we wasn't in the same you know place i work but it was just like oh they went up to the cheyenne mountain range and you know killed themselves and i'm just yeah. like well this is the first one i've heard about in how long and there's units out there like in the military that in a battalion people are killing themselves by the week yeah that's what that's, that's wild that's, to think about i don't know like with the military and all that i've kind of like part of myself in the military when i don't live on post so like yeah. away from it so i don't have yeah. that mentality 100 of the time but then like I've getting, I'm trying to get away from it. Like I, I get, I try to stay as far away of it a bit as I can when I'm not working. Cause it's what I do. It's not who I am. And that's, yeah, yeah. and so like definitely disassociating myself with it when I don't need to be with it. Yeah. Definitely helped my mental because what's the point of being in that toxic leadership, you know, toxic yeah. or whatever. And then you start going down that rabbit hole and then like, Oh, this is stupid. Rather not be here. Let me just, you know, yeah. but like, it's not that serious. Like it's the army. The army's yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> lack of better terms. Yeah. For lack of better terms. Yeah. Please don't cancel us. We're sorry, Army. But yes, yeah. <laughs> it, it can be. No, and 100%, bro. And like, I think uh, the statistics, right? The statistics of why I started, you know, doing what I do is like, mm-hmm. I officially have lost more friends to suicide than any of the stuff that I've done in the military, which is crazy to me, right? And there's a statistic I found was, uh, what is it? Uh, over the, I think it was University of Brown talked about how over the last 20 plus years that we were at war, we lost 7,000 people to actual, you know, 7,000 plus to actual combat deaths. But, and this is all of the military, but yet 30 thousand people in the same 20 years committed suicide. Like when I heard that, that was like, 
hold on, wait a second. So we only lost, we, and then I don't say only, I use only not in the sense that it's not bad, right? It is, it's bad that we lost 7,000 people, but God damn, we lost 30,000 people to suicide, right? So it's like, what are we doing as a whole, as it is human beings in general, right? Again, I'm curious to know the numbers across the whole America in general. I feel like there's a certain thing that's happening to, especially men. I feel like we, we have to hold this standard of, who who we are like i never told anybody about the sexual abuse shit that i went through because the stigma of me saying that i was so afraid of what people would think of me you know mm-hmm. but like my wife like i've literally told her everything about me like all the dark stuff and so she's like i get it yeah and like now it's just like i can go day to day and it not bother me yeah Cause she's accepted you though. And that's the beautiful part is like, yeah, my, my partner too, as well as like, and you know, even my partner talking about, you know, her darks things, you know, and it makes you, it humanizes it. It doesn't make it like so taboo that I thought about it. You know, like the person I love the most accepts me as a, as wanting to do that and not making me seem as though I was weak for feeling that, you know, and I think that's something that a lot of people do. And I'm telling, if anybody is listening to this, right. And you're with somebody, do not make that person feel weak for thinking that right because life is fucking hard you know but it's also easy at the same time true true depends how you look at it true (laughs) it can be easy right i think it's it's all a perspective shift though you know like when i was in the darkest times it was the hardest thing i was going through but then i look back now and it's relatively it's relatively easy you know it's relatively easy to go through the day-to-day but i feel as though you have to go through those dark things to get to a point where life is easy, you know? Easier, yeah. Because like when I was going through all that the dark shit, actually like a little over a year ago now, um, I met my wife. And yeah, it just from there, it's just kind of like, well, we're both people and we found a found something in there, like in two broken people, in some yeah. words. Yeah, yeah. And we made ourselves better. Yeah. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm very proud of you too, dude, man. Like, I'm very proud of you seeing you now, you know, like I, I remember like how it was for both of us. Like, and I think that's something that you brought up. That's important too, is like, even in that moment when you brought up that you were suicidal, like I was in the same fucking boat and it's like, I was drowning and I was doing my best to like, give you a, a life raft while <laughs> like stinking boy, your boy stinking. I'm like, yo, please. Like, I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. <laughs> bullshit <laughs> <laughs> but it there was, was room on, there was room on that yeah there was definitely room on that definitely. fucking piece of wood she was tripping she was bullshit <laughs> she had she was like i need to stretch my legs out <laughs> but i think that's a a message that needs to be pushed out there a lot you know and that's why i definitely want this this to get out there is that uh i feel as though a lot of men are going through dark shit and they are, I know it's not even that I feel, I know for a fact because I talk to men on the regular every week and people are like dudes are suffering, right? Because we feel as though we have to live up to this Hollywood standard of what a man should be. And when you don't live up to that, you almost feel like you're a failure, you know? And I would say even in the military, right? The military being afraid to show weakness to other men but then to come to find out half these motherfuckers are in their head right now thinking the same thing I am. And it's just providing your, your, you're showing this front that you're, you have it all together and then come to realize that it doesn't matter what rank you are in the military. You're still fucking mentally fucked up and thinking about suicide just as much as I am, you know? Yeah. And like being in the military, like I had a, I had a soldier, he, 
basically got his car stolen on him and his his spouse they left the keys in there and it got because he, he had housing stuff and his off post and got his car stolen and like he just was going through this shit and like all this stuff obviously didn't you know nothing nothing crazy but like i don't know something one thing i tell my people my my joes my soldiers whatever you want to call them um my people i'm just like hey just be honest with me yeah. like you don't have to like me i don't i don't care but if you want to talk about you know this that and the other suicide fucking advice then let's talk about it like i'm a very real person and like a lot of people yeah. think i'm an asshole i am an asshole we're all assholes in our own way a little bit yeah it's okay yeah. i love you <laughs> i love you too <laughs> but like i don't know just like if people i mean as much as i don't like them like them you know whoever they are like those my people that i work with like if they can't talk to me it's kind of like okay but you need to find someone you could you should be able to talk to and be comfortable talking about that yeah that negative stuff because your spouse not might, might not be there for you yeah they might not understand like i understand yeah. you understand we've been yeah. through we've been through some rough yeah and so and i think that's that's why like it, it makes it easier is like knowing that i've been through the sexual abuse right i feel like a lot of people don't understand that is once i've healed through that sexual abuse now i can provide you a certain level of empathy that going to a therapist not might not be able to because have you been sexually abused right like if this person hasn't been sexually abused and went through the mental trauma of being sexually abused how can you give me an outlook on what to do to get better like yes your book says this but when you haven't been through that dark shit, how are you? And I'm not trying to like, hey, I know people get frustrated when I say this, but life, I, I know for a fact, shared experience shared is the most powerful healer, right? And when I've been through something and I've healed through it, and I can give you a like, hey, look, this is how I made it through. It might not be the exact same way that you need to go through to, to heal through it, but I've been through this dark shit and this shit has, this is how I made it through. And maybe these breadcrumbs that I leave might help you get through it. I feel so that's the, the most powerful way to help someone heal through something, right? Like, I don't want to like give someone a whole bunch of medicine and make them just numb to it, right? It's going to hurt. You're going to have to deal with some of those, those, those hard things. Like you were talking about, as we started to share, the more you share, the easier it is to, to go through it because it's like, oh, wait, it's taking that, that burden off because I feel like when you say it, and it doesn't trigger that uh, feeling anymore. It's like when you're actually healing through it, you know, mm -hmm. like the fact that you and me can talk about this so openly. And I know multiple men are going to listen to this and I'm sure they're going to be surprised. Like, yo, these, these dudes are just talking about their sexual abuse or their sexual orientation being fucked up in their head and all this other stuff. I think it will open up the, the floodgates for some young people who are going through the same thing, you know, and help them figure out where they need to go, you know? Yeah. I don't know. A lot of it is just like self-realization that like it did happen to you. And mm -hmm. like, what am I going to do to change it or be able to, that, to stop the cause or stop the, the cycle? Yeah. That's really all it is. Like, you know, uh, you know, what is it? Being molested, right? Yeah. It usually happened to the person that's molesting you is when they're. Yeah. 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 And it's just being the, the end, that, that wall that says no, no more. Yeah. And it's like, you cut off that, you have to cut off that karmatic debt. You know, not as much karmatic debt, but that karmatic reliving of the, the cycles, you know, like, are you going to continue doing this cycle constantly? You know what I'm saying? Like, are we going to constantly keep going through these, these, these negative cycles? And, um, when are you going to say it's enough is enough? Like, are, are we done? Yeah. Like, are we done here? Right. Because like you said, like 
nine times out of 10, that person that's doing it to you, I'd say 10 times out of 10, that person that's doing it to you is just reliving and doing something that's been done to them. And it's like, when are you going to be the person who stops that, stops that, that, uh, that the trend? Yeah. That trend, that, tra- that trauma, that curse, that curse, that generational curse. That's literally what it is. Like from a spiritual sense, I feel like that's just a curse that's been placed in, in your family and in your, uh, in your just life cycle like are you gonna stop it and it sucks too like why do i gotta be the person to fucking break through these traumas you know it's fucking <laughs> it fucking sucks because it's like at a, at a certain point we have to make a decision like are we are we gonna stop this when are we gonna cut it and just stop you know going through these cycles you know yeah and like with us so like my my wife had two daughters before like when we got together and like her biggest thing and like a way to combat it for like our kids is because like we do talk about like not so much like hey this is what would happen but like we don't have them go to sleepovers we don't have them you know all that often because <laughs> we don't know who's at other person's house and it's just you know even if it's the closest family like sometimes we're just like yeah probably not but that's just a way that we combat it is like no you're not gonna spend the night over at your friend's house because we don't know who's over there and anything could happen yeah, of course, and of so course. That's a way we combat it for for that. We try to protect them that way. Yeah, and I think that's that's a a big part of it. Is like, how do you combat it? And I think I've gotten to the point now too where I, I, you know, I don't have kids, so and I don't think I'll ever have kids. And which is just kind of a decision me and my spouse have made. You know, I just as I've healed through some things, I just realized how how and i commend you for having kids i think you're gonna be a, yeah. amazing i mean you're uh so everyone knows he's a he's an aries right aries i forgot your full chart right but this dude's an aries like love the aries energy it's uh what was this either i think it was scorpio rising yeah and then aries and aries sun and then i forgot what your moon was i thought it was taurus I think so. I think it is. And I think you have a really good, a really good uh, outlook for being a parent. I think you're going to be an amazing, amazing parent. And I'm, I'm very happy for you, brother. It's exciting. Cause now I can be like, Hey, this is, this is the way of life. Yeah. Go on, do great things. Be better than me. <laughs> don't, don't do the same mistake. I don't join the military. <laughs> Use your brain. <laughs> With that being said, I'm, uh, we're kind of getting to the end of this, 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 this episode. And I want to hear from someone who's been through it. You know, I, I always talk about what I would say to somebody who's going through that dark spot and those dark, uh, dark times but what would be something you said to somebody who was just in in the darkness trying to get out of the darkness you know what is something you could like some kind of light you could throw them like even if it's just like a little little big lighter just to get them moving out of the darkness um honestly like if it was in a safe environment where like i know like nothing's gonna happen for that, that amount of time that i'm talking to them to be able to get where they're, they're actually mentally at i would use i would use honestly the same the same uh question you asked me why haven't you killed yourself yet yeah, as, as dark and morbid as it is, get them get their mind thinking. Why haven't I killed myself? Let's look at that that positive. Let's create light out of out of nothingness. You know, yeah. you know Genesis one through us, and, and God said, "Let there be light," and there's light, and there, yeah. you know, it's literally like the one of the first three pieces in the Bible. Like I'm not very religious, but that's like one of those Bible scriptures. It's very, um, it stuck with me. I'm about tattooing my arm. Yeah. Like, let's create light out of nothing. Essentially, yeah. like why haven't you killed yourself you yeah. know and then we go down there and then we start talking about the positive things it's like if so-and-so has you know this that and the other lined up in their life and it's going great it's like you got to look at that you don't want someone else raising your dog being you know the man of your house or yeah. you know raising your kids like you don't want that because they're not going to go the way 
way you want it to go. Yeah, and it's it's always those small little things. You can't control everything, but you can control one yourself and yeah. the small things like did I wake up? Did I brush my teeth? Did I make my bed? Did I do these little things throughout the day to make it, you know, better? Yeah. I don't no, know. It's just like someone I'd ask. No, I think that's that's I think that's very important too, is like being raw and upfront, like the same. It's like, you know, and it's not so much in like a dark way of like, why haven't you done it yet? But it's like, why haven't you done it yet? Because now and I think that's perfect because now you're helping them find their own light. You're not creating light for them. You're allowing them to create their own light with that question, right? Like, why am I going to get out of this darkness, right? Like, why haven't you killed yourself yet, right? And now you they, you allow this person to start thinking and get their brain turning like, hey, why haven't I done this yet? Why haven't I done this yet? And then maybe you can find light in that tunnel. But I think it's a very, it's a very, very hard um question to ask but hey i do appreciate you being on the show today bro and i really appreciate you just spending some time and having this conversation with me um i love you to death man and i i hope that our conversation allows some men that are going through things to maybe just get to a certain point where maybe they 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 can actually come out of the darkness and realize that I think one of the biggest things is that they're not alone when it comes to a lot of these things. I think for me, at least when I was going through those suicidal thoughts, it's like, I felt so fucking alone, right? And I think realizing that you're not alone makes it a little bit easier, right? You might be in like a, a big thing of darkness and there's a whole bunch of dark everywhere. And there's like little spots of like light and those are other people that are in the darkness going through it, but it lets you know that there's something out there, you know? So yeah. Hopefully that's what we, we we do with this one, and I, I really do appreciate you, bro. Like a lot. Thank you lot. for having me. No, Thank of course, of me. course, of course. And I'm I'm very proud of you. And like I said, I know this will even if this just helps one person. Like I feel like you're you're we're helping somebody. And I think another thing I want to say this as a suicide prevention person. If no one is, if anybody's listening to this and you're having thoughts of suicide one know that you're not alone and two 988 988 is the suicide prevention hotline call 988 and get help shit you can call me if you're having thoughts of it right like i have my number in the bottom uh bottom of this 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 episode call me and we'll sit there and chat it up until you get to a point where you feel as though you're you're good and you want to continue moving forward you know what i'm saying so uh that's it and i appreciate you uh i will talk to you later brother thank you for being on the show no problem. Have a happy new year. You too. I will.